Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists and musicians in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Cody with a K, here with Michael Carpenter. Today, we're joined by Donna and Andy Milliken, the husband and wife duo that make up the hard-edge, old-school, in-your-face, bona fide rock band, Bona Lisa. Hailing from Columbia, South Carolina, these guys prove wrong the expression, they don't make them like they used to, and you're about to find out why with their song, Without You.
talking about. Yes. That's good old-fashioned yes. rock and roll, people. It, it is. What a great song, and, and well done, guys. Let's get right into it. Uh, Donna, Andy, thank you for coming up to see us. Uh, tell our audience how Bona Lisa was born and what inspired the name. Um, well, first, thank you guys for Yeah, thank us. you for having us. Uh, I don't know exactly what year was it we got started, like 2011? Um, the, we were doing cover band. We were a cover band first, and then... After the insistence of one of our good friends who who has an original band, they were like, you need to be doing your own stuff. Y'all need to be doing your own stuff. So that's when you brought in your songs and we started doing original work. And uh, the name came from a t-shirt uh, that I, I was playing a gig one night uh, and had loaded in and didn't have a t-shirt. So I ended up... Uh, going to a punk rock boutique that was next door to the club I was playing at. And, uh, they had this t-shirt called the Mona Lisa, which was like the Mona Lisa with a skull. Oh, that's awesome. And, and every, of course, everybody thinks that it means something else. So. <laughs> we let them think that. So. Yeah, yeah. Let, them, let them think what they want. It's, exactly. it's still rock and roll. Mm-hmm. You know, I always get the question, are you Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You guys, uh, you guys just released your second album called Give It All You Got very recently. Um, if you're listening, you can get the album on Bandcamp. Uh, now, tell us how this album came together and what inspired the music. Well, the, I had a big batch of songs that I've had for a while, and the first CD was basically just phase one of that, right. and this was phase two uh, to go ahead and take the rest of the songs that I had already pre-written and uh, go ahead and get them recorded as, as best we could. Right. And we went to a really good studio and got a really top-notch recording job. The, the recording sounds awesome. You said both these albums were from the same quote-unquote batch of songs, they have very different. The albums have very different sounds. Is that intentional? Uh, no, the first one was recorded in a different studio. The difference between the first CD and the second CD. Okay, well, the second CD we just took our time and we laid our tracks, and it cost a little bit more money because we took our time. But we would lay our tracks and then we'd go home and marinate on it, and then go back in and listen with fresh ears until we got the sound that we were looking for. We wanted it to be polished. We wanted it to be another, like a level up from where we were. And um, and that's the way we did it the second time. We weren't on so much of a budget as we were the first one. We yeah. Kind of, kind of worked more, quickly. It was well worth it. Yeah. Well worth it. And, it. and it definitely, you know, like Michael said, it definitely comes through, you know, with the recording. And, and you guys just have an amazing sound, you know. What Thank more you. could you want? So. Um, yeah, well done. Yeah, absolutely, and and there's also a you know a new song on the album uh, "Lost Son" that features some bagpipes. Uh, we love that you found a way to incorporate your your culture into your art. So who plays the pipes, and you know talk about the inspiration for that one because that's that's magical. Um, Julian Pipes was it Bruce? It was Bruce Nukin. Nukin, yeah, he uh, he plays for the uh, Royal Order of Hibernians and. Uh, I think I got that right. I hope I got that right, Bruce. That's awesome. I'm um, giving you the Austin Powers. Yeah, mm. I need Doctor Evil, the Doctor Evil, pinky side the mouth look. Right <laughs> Hard now. to remember all this stuff, folks. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, he. Uh, uh, I wanted Julian Pipes, Irish Pipes, on this. I had had that idea for a really long time, and uh, like I said, we worked so much on, on 
strict budget this time. I really wanted it to be special. Right. And uh, so uh, I called him one day and just asked if he would be interested in doing it. Come lay down the pipes. Yeah, and the thing is, some of it didn't translate too well at first because he said, well, I can't play it in that key because that instrument doesn't go to that particular key. <laughs> so, uh, so we had to move the key, and it's actually an intro anyway. Okay. So the whole song didn't have to be changed because of that, but the intro, the way I had been playing it already, changed, and actually a couple of notes got changed that I had to relearn it with the proper notes. So. <laughs> that's what it, that's that's music. I know? had a feeling that question was going to open up a bag of words there. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Well, and you know what's awesome is uh, is the Irishness. I'm quite Irish. You are you guys you guys are Irish? Oh yeah, Pelican man. Oh, my yeah. my great grandfather uh, came over from Ireland, so that's uh, really two, up to about two generations removed. That's I'm just, I got a Scotch Irish and Cherokee. Yeah. Sorry. My wife tries to kid me that I'm French. You know. <laughs> Maybe. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite French word? Tell me. Mine's baguette. He's just false. Thank you. Now, That's a good one. Did he sound French doing that? A little bit. I Maybe. heard it. We. 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 Of course. <laughs> now, you say that you use a quote, small army of uh, backup musicians. Does that mean that you write all the music yourselves, then bring in the troops, or we pretty much have to this point? Yes, uh, we we did have some help when we very first got started uh, on some of those first songs. Uh, it was kind of a group effort as far as I would bring in like a I try to bring in a bare bones kind of uh, song purposely with rudimentary drums and bass. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a bass player, I'm not a drummer, so. Uh, Basically, like a drum machine for a, a drum loop, right? And then I let the drummer Skeletons. and bass player basically come yeah. in and interpret it the way that they do. Yeah, yeah. And that's, so you're coming up with the beats, and then you're letting the the other musicians come in and improvise on that. If if he's happy with it, if he has an issue with it, because there was one drum beat that I came up with that the drummer said I can't humanly play that, <laughs> so we're going to have to change it a little bit. And I'm like, okay, it's laws of grooves is like, the groove is the only thing that I really worry about because. When you initially write the song with that feeling, if you change it too much, then it changes the feeling. It does, yeah. And you got to hold that rhythm section down for a song to, to really come off the way you intend it. Exactly. Well, this is pretty much meat and potatoes kind of, well, kind and, of rock. And too, so. if the music's too flourish, it leaves nowhere for the vocals to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I understand that. Sometimes Ultimately, that's we're there to back up. Vocals. Yeah, firing shots at some bands out there? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I mean, there I'm definitely not. are. I'm, yeah, there definitely are some overproduced music. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but that this is not what this is at all. This yeah. is straight up just rock, old fashioned rock and roll. Just, I like what he said, meat and potatoes kind of rock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is. Exactly. Just try to keep it simple as, as possible. Oh yeah, I'm a meat and taters kind of guy myself. So <laughs> you know, this this fits right in. Michael, what about you? Absolutely. I mean, it's also some of the best live music. Um, when you know, when you're, I, I can't wait to see you guys live. I can't wait to have you at the Rooster gracing our stage. But the, the, this type of rock comes off better live than just about any other kind. It's the kind you're going to see more people on the dance floor, more That's people right. moving around with this type of old fashioned rock and roll. Is a reason why it still sounds good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So kudos for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now uh, the new album's called. Give it all you got, right? Um, I did notice that you did bring your guitar into the studio today. So could you give us a little bit of maybe what you got today? Sure. Yeah. Give, give it all you got for us. 
Yes, it's, it's a little bit out of our element to not have our drummer and our bassist here, but we will do what we do. That's awesome. Saw my baby just the other day Walking down the street, you know he's looking fine He didn't have a single thing to say I said, hey there baby, why you blowing my mind? Give it all you got Come on baby, now give it all you got Right now, give it all you got Come on baby, now give it all you got Right So loving, I don't want a boy I need a man knows how to treat me right Don't wanna play, don't wanna be a toy You're messing with me, there's gonna be a fight Give it all you got Come on baby, now give it all you got Right now, give it all you got Come on baby, now give it all you got Right now so much for that that Absolutely. was awesome that was quite the treat that has to be so fun to play live oh my gosh i i actually the I noise mean, is better i like it <laughs> we, we really get off on our audience getting off on us getting off on them yeah <laughs> well it's all one big energy you know it is Concerts, awesome. live music and and just just uh just live music in general you know it it is just it's just one big awesome positive energy you know Everybody's feeding off of each other, and and uh, and boy, are we missing it! Giving it all you got, yes. yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, we are missing the live music right now. That's part of the reason we started doing this was to help help uh, help artists get the word out about their music. You know, you guys, yeah. I mean, you released your album basically a, a day or two before, right? Yeah, it was. Um, we didn't know if we wanted to release it or not. We we kind of debated about it for a while. And then it's like, well, you know something? I mean, time doesn't stand still. So we just decided to put, right. it, in, put it out and do what we could with it. It sat mastered, though, for months yeah. before we decided to go forward and press it. I'm glad you guys blessed the world with, with that release because, uh, yeah, we're... Yeah. And, we're if, and if you haven't yet, go to bandcamp.com, look up Bona Lisa, and, and pay for the album because I did. Right. I, I bought both of them, and I love them. Yeah. They're on my iPod now. Uh, they're in my regular rotation. Well, they're also on all the other digital formats as well, like um, iTunes. Deezer, iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, Spotify yeah. um, Amazon Music, Google Drive. I, I think Reverb it's on Nation. everything. Yeah. Reverb Nation doesn't sell them. 
Right, and also that no, you can check all out. the other stuff does, and and of course our website is www.bonalisa.rocks, R-O-C-K-S, all the links. Definitely go there, check the links. Now, I, I use a streaming service, but I do recommend purchasing the album too to support the local support the local bands that's right oh and if you like our if you like what we're doing please go to our facebook page and like and follow our band page because numbers unfortunately means opportunity correct yeah and um everybody's watching the numbers that's right give these guys the numbers they deserve it show them some love guys that's right that's right now Going back to live music, uh, tell us tell us about performing live. You know, how long have you guys been playing and performing live music? 2011 for Bona Lisa in an original format. Yeah. Um, before that, numerous cover bands. Yeah, we and were in two other two bands. other bands before this one together. He and I were. That's but awesome. they were covers. Yeah. Is that how you guys met? No. No, actually, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we met. Uh, we met I at a remember, Halloween I can't, party. Well, yeah, that's true, but... I was Red Sonia. And I'm not going to say what kind of condition I was in. I was Red Sonia. I was going to follow her. I guess you call it a stalker now. <laughs> back, back then it was romance. Now it's stalking. Yeah. yeah exactly. Um, you know, we, we met, we uh, hit it off, uh, say, uh, we speak in a cockney for, for you know, fun and games every once in a while. Oh, shut up. Yeah, shut your baby. this is my favorite part of the interview mine too honestly because like me and hope do the same thing do you really we do do you like some water yeah what water will be good indeed you fancy water that's really awesome (laughs) i thought i was the only one you guys do it too that's great yeah and that's that's kind of cemented us right there yeah that was the you made me laugh that was it yeah Hey, does Christy do it with Ebonics and redneck language? Yeah. Yee <laughs> <laughs> yee. And, and, um, and as far as like us playing in a band, I've always kind of had a, um, a fantasy about, I used to love P- Pat Benatar. Oh, I yeah. always had a fantasy about being a lead guitar player in a band and having a wife that, you know, uh, was lead singer, you know, and strangely enough, it ended up that way. Rock and roll tag team. And yeah, I didn't I was, even know she was a singer when we started no. singing. I, I learned to play bass out of necessity. We were a three-piece um, cover band called The Amplifiers. Okay. And I played bass, and you were doing all the singing I was singing still doing lead singing. I sang for like 20 years. And nice. I got tired of it. <laughs> well, okay, so what type of music were you playing in the cover band? Because yeah. this is a great lead-in oh, to man, our question about awesome. your influences. That's right. Oh, um, well, I think we did... We did Queen. We, we did, did, we did uh, Queen. When I played bass, yeah. Burning Brides. Burning Brides the Burning Brides. That was a, another band where it's a husband Burnt. and wife team um, that we kind of based the amplifiers off of mm-hmm. because the wife plays bass, uh, the husband is lead singer, uh, guitar player. Mostly 70s, 80s rock is what we were doing in our cover band. ACDC. Uh, it fits, though. You guys have that, um, have that sound. Blondie. We would do Blondie and... All the female and the men. we did um, Aerosmith and we did Heart, Heart and oh, we did great. ZZ not ZZ yeah we did we did some ZZ Top yeah, yeah we did Rush <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to whip out the set list I still got it not there's um, anything wrong with that no we did uh, Rush and Ted Nugent oh. and Journey and Billy Squire I mean we did all kinds of stuff sounds like a playlist at one of my bonfires yeah <laughs> absolutely it was awesome we had a great time. So you're talking about the, the bands that you played as a 
as a cover band, mm-hmm. um, are these the same bands that influenced you to, to begin to write and play music? Like who, who was, who's responsible for you guys picking up an instrument and learning to perform and, and going out and, and developing your own sound? How do we get into this crazy world of music? Um, for me, I'm the oldest of six girls, and we we were uh, always looking for ways to entertain ourselves. So for me, being a preteen, I um, I would sing into a microphone brush with a flashlight spotlight on myself, and, and my cousin did it with me, and we would entertain the kids, and that's that was how it started for me. So I've always had music in my life, too. My uncle gave me my first 12-string Ibanez acoustic guitar when I was, like, 12. Nice. So I've always had music in my life and my children's lives also. And then Andy can tell you about himself, but that was for me. That's how it happened for me. Um, I won a Black Sabbath album um, from a radio station. When I, I shouldn't even admit this, but when I was requesting a song, I was requesting Dancing Machine by the Jackson 5. Oh, shame, shame. <laughs> yes, I know. It was terrible, wasn't it? And won a Black Sabbath album. and uh, Didn't really get it immediately. And then years later, uh, saw Kiss on uh, Paul Lynn's Halloween special, and it was all over. <laughs> Once I saw Kiss, I was like, that's what I want to do for yeah. a Yeah. You get Then you got the bug. And then you go to a concert and you really get the Oh yeah, really I, I saw the them in '77, and that was that was that was the end of it. You're like the third band to come on here and talk about how Kiss was an influence. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, Which is it, not a bad thing. It's, no, it's not a bad thing. But my point is, I didn't realize they were that influential. I knew they were a huge commercial success. Yeah, I didn't realize they were that influential to musicians. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they got their like their shows are just crazy. Crazy, oh, they, like here's the we put on the show, yeah. you know, uh, and you guys certainly do that. So it, the influences that you guys have are very fitting, you know, and and I love all those artists too, Scorpions. you know, Scorpions. Yes. Well, oh, Queensrÿche is amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, good Scorpions, mention. Queensrÿche. All well, of them. well, the name "Give It All You Got" really came from we were trying to come up with a name uh, for the EP and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking, well, what do we do? What do we do at every show? And it's like, well, that's basically what we do at every show. We give it all we got. Yes. And I mean, just put as much energy into the performance as possible and hope that translates to people, you know, having a good time. It generally always does with live music, you know. I'm just kind of wondering if there's a downside to it. Do you have any horror stories of, like, shows that have just gone wrong? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that time we were in the cover band and we were in a small, I don't want to call the, the little town out, but it was a small town and um, <laughs> it was a country club that booked a rock band. Do you remember that? Oh, uh, see, yeah. we oh. talked about this. They call, and, they call it misbooking. <laughs> well, it wasn't misbooking. It totally was. And this redneck dude kept hollering at us to sing some country song and... Alabama. I got tired of him saying it, so finally I looked out at him and I said, Burn, didn't I tell you to stay in the damn truck? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's an epic. I didn't know response. what else to yeah. do. Yeah. Well, you heckled the heckler for sure. <laughs> yeah. You heckled the heck out of him. You need to go back to the damn truck now. And, and of course, every once in a while there's the odd uh, wardrobe malfunction or something like that. I, I, played a, I played a show one time and 
got back to uh, where the band was staying at and uh, realized that my leather pants had a hole in the back the whole night. And nobody saw fit to tell me. Oh, that's so funny. basically all night, I guess everybody... You must have sold some merch that night. Huh? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, so probably a lot of people were offended that night. So. You guys should have played Bark at the Moon that night. <laughs> <laughs> you probably did, knowing I, you. Uh, probably, probably did play that. That song. was one on your list. Well, those pants were ready to, to go on garbage anyway because they were basically standing up on their own after the night. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks, I'm letting all the secrets out. Now. Sweaty Teddy. I'm so glad we asked this question. Absolutely. Absolutely. Blackmail. This is blackmail ammunition. Oh, know. my gosh. Now, now to the to the other side of that coin, what about a time where you absolutely just killed it on stage? I mean, I, I imagine that's every night, but. What was what was the one night you you that just stands out to you? For me, I opened for uh, Jackal one time. Oh, nice! And uh, it was just one of those moments where everybody in the band was in sync with each other. Everybody played no mistake flawlessly. We, we call it, we call it the zone. Yeah, where you hit a point where you can't hit a bad note. Almost there's you're not even thinking about what you're actually playing anymore just muscle memory you're, yeah you're just basically channeling the energy that's coming through you at that moment and it just and you're just riding the wave man it's like it's a great feeling and it's very rare to oh, get yeah. to that point almost every show has a moment that's pretty close to it but to have a whole show like that is just absolutely you know, I'm getting chills here to talk about it like, yeah absolutely that's why I think that's why so many musicians in the past uh had drug issues, I believe that they were trying to sustain that feeling that they got on stage when they hit that moment, and it's not really obtainable any other way. Yeah. And uh, and you, you get on stage in front of people, you get this incredible energy, then you go back to a hotel, and you're by yourself, and you're in the quiet. And, and where'd it go? And, you know, where did it go? And it's like, yeah, and so uh, it's, and it's taken a lot of people... Uh, before their time. Well, tell our listeners what people can expect from a Bona Lisa show. Once things get back open and we're doing live music again, well, actually, let me backtrack. You recently were able to do a live show at a local brewery. Mm-hmm. If you want to give them a shout out and talk about that. Bidford Brewery. Yeah, Bidford right. Brewery Brewing Company. I'm sorry. They're in Lancaster and, it, and it's an awesome, awesome place to go. Even, I mean, now even in the hot heat of the summer, it, it's nice. They have cool little areas to sit with the water sprinkling through the thing overhead. Food it, trucks. Food and trucks. of course, uh, immaculate beer. Immaculate beer mm-hmm. for immaculate consumption. Really, and live entertainment. And, and it's, it's different kinds of entertainment, different kinds of music. So it's definitely a place that I'm looking forward to playing again. And um, and that was a very good show that night. I thought on my for my part, I thought did I did I did pretty job. good. But I want I want to play in front of the big festival and fun. I want to have the opportunity open for someone famous coming through, maybe yeah, you know, something like that. Something I can tell my grandchildren about one day. Absolutely, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that that's just goals. Part of the reason that we're opening the rooster and that we're structuring it the way we are, I'm. I'm making a ridiculously large stage. Like it's just stupid that I'm making the stage this oh, big. Some real but the estate. reason the reason that I'm doing that 
is for one reason only, and that's for the artist. Yeah. I want the artist to walk out on this big stage, and whether we've got five people or, or 150 people in there, I want you, the artist to have that feeling of playing the big stage. And, you know, I imagine some bands might get swallowed up by it, and then others will thrive on it. And hopefully, you know, we can give this experience to, to local artists to feel like they're on that big stage and to walk off feeling like a rock star, you know. It definitely incites a musician to, to rise to the occasion and, uh, and perform in a, in a more physical manner, you know. And, well, the, uh, the biggest stage I've ever, ever performed on was in um, Fort Lauderdale Coliseum that we did that benefit show down in Alabama. That old Coliseum, the big stage. Yeah, we were. They treated us like rock stars, and yeah. they and, and, and it was, a, it was um, amazing. Four of, that was a. That was well, don't let anybody tell you different. You are rock stars. Oh yeah, you, you guys, guys kick ass. Like, oh right? man, you don't have to sell a million records to be a rock star. Exactly. You guys. I'm not exaggerating. People go check Bonalisa out yes. on a streaming platform. Dude. Their music is amazing. And and you know, once we open up, obviously we're gonna have you guys there, and hopefully um, have that feeling of like, you know what, we're on tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We're here at the Rooster playing live. It'll all come together. Our live show is so awesome. And we're gonna get Donna to the zone. <laughs> we're gonna get you to the zone. Yes, right. we, we I really are. I'm on a stage. You just don't, I don't stand still. I'm that I think that's the thing that, that really impressed me with Donna because I, I mean I, I knew she could sing, but we the difference between what we do in rehearsal to what I saw her do the first time we got on stage was night and day. I mean it was like somebody lit a fuse and I was like, wow, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what you love to see is somebody just absolutely come alive and and attack it with that that much bigger. Well, so what, what can our listeners and uh, and even us expect from a, a Bona Lisa show? Volume. Sweat. There'll be a lot of sweat. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Let's well, sweat gigs. That's what I like We're to just going to rock hard. Just be ready to rock hard. Sleep good the night before. Eat before you come. So yes. that you can have a few adult beverages and stick around. For the whole show. Absolutely. So basically, what, in other words, a Bona Lisa show is a party. Yeah. It is a party. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. A fun it. one. Yes. A fun party. That's, that's the kind of party I want to go to. I'm always <laughs> have my merch table set up. You can come over and get a hand-painted hat. Oh, that's awesome. They're hand-painted. You guys They're have hand-painted hand hats? I make them. Really? That's yes. really awesome. Yes, I make hand-painted hand hats. How many hats? bands can say that the lead um, singer actually, <laughs> you know... Create some of the merch. Yes, not I a do. lot of them. That's really cool. Yeah, that is really. That's I, another layer of the onion here with with your entertainment. That's right. That's I try right. Try to do everything. Oh, a mask. I do like a rave mask. Oh, um, sweet. We like the personal sweet. touch. Yeah. Something to make me different and stand out. I mean, we're really not that much different at all from our audience. We're we're fans of rock just like they are, and uh, we try to give them what we want to see when we go to a show. Mm-hmm. Right. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean that that leads me to a question that we that we ask everybody that that comes onto the show. Um we kind of already a little bit touched on it, just a little bit, but I'm wondering if you guys can individually define success for Bona Lisa. Success for me would be to have a roadie that moves my equipment for me. <laughs> <laughs> I always said success wasn't riding the back of limos. It's actually have uh, somebody to carry my equipment. So I don't have to carry it anymore. 
Uh, I'm sorry, that's a terrible answer. No, um, that's that's that, a goal. Yeah. You know, success in my mind is when when you're playing a show and I'm and I, people are standing up front and I see them lip syncing the, the words to the song and I see that and I go, "Wow, we wrote that!" And that person actually took the time to memorize the lyrics and you know and sing it back to us. You know, that's you feel like you've actually accomplish something when you see that. Oh, yeah, and the lighters go up and they light them and they oh, sing yeah. with you like this. That's cool, too. You need to light your cigarette off. I don't smoke. <laughs> you don't awesome. Donna, what about you? <laughs> For me, success would be, um, I, I don't know the answer to success. I, I don't, part of me wants to say, well, write that one song so that I can quit my job and do this and just do this. Um and I'd be lying if I said I didn't really want that, but, but but it's not necessarily what I would say defines what success would be for me. Right. Um, I want to learn to play guitar better. You know, there there's different things. Self satisfaction. Well, and I want to I want to make everybody happy in some way. Yeah. You know, because music to me, during my darkest times when I was single by myself. I always had music. I could sit in my kitchen all night long by myself and do my housework and, and play my guitar. And it, it was just not really a song, but just different little chord progressions that I would piece together, little things that I would go through every time. Um, but it made me feel some sort of self-worth. Right. So it seems like with both answers, the, the underlying really answer is that you just want to continue to play music and just just because you have the love and passion for it and and every artist that has been on our show has came in and gave us for you know in their own way they've given us that exact answer they want to keep you know playing music entertaining people providing emotion for people when they hear it learning the songs having fans and coming together and that's like you said, Donna, that's what music's about. It's it's about emotion and it feeling. It is an emotional. It's an emotional connection to to others. It is, and that's that's what we want to bring to people at at yeah, the rooster. That's that's one of the major motivators to for us to have started this journey of of bringing the rooster to life and to fruition is because mm -hmm. we understand that we want to provide that for people. Yes. So, so I'm I'm glad I'm glad you guys feel that way. Yeah. So <clears throat> we're winding down here, but and, and you already mentioned them earlier, but one more time, just to drive it home, tell people where to find Bona Lisa and where to find your music. Okay, our website is www.bonalisa.rocks. That is our website. And all of the links, all of our other social medias, places to find our music are all linked on our website. So if you forget the other stuff, just go to bonalisa.rocks and on the home page, down at the bottom, you'll find all of the social media links and the digital stores, and don't the major ones. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go into the Facebook page and drop a like and follow all that good stuff on all the other social media platforms as well to support this awesome, awesome rock and local band. Thank Guys, you thank you so, so much. much for doing this with us. We really appreciate it. We appreciate thank it, too. You. Thank you. We're, it's, it's been a pleasure to be here. Now that you're gone.